All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Common Man Bets podcast. We've been off for a little while. I'm um, sorry about that. It's been a crazy, crazy weekend with all the sports and everything like that. Um, and we have made the decision to go down to once a week for podcasts. We'll probably send them out about once, once a week on Wednesdays is kind of the plan um, from now on. And if you want to find more up-to-date picks or anything like that, just follow our Twitters. So today, starting with um, – or first, we got – so I'm Zach here with you. We got John Latt and Lance Slots. Um, today's going to be a lot, of, a lot of March Madness because that was what basically encapsulated the world over the last weekend. Um, then we'll go into some Twitter news and maybe go into some golf if we can figure out the brackets or the tournament style of, uh, of the tournament this weekend. So without further ado, welcome to March, I guess. That was... This is March. That was an insane opening weekend. I think... I don't even know how to describe it. I feel like every year I'm like, this is an amazing March. But I feel like every year it's about the same craziness. Well, one of the good things is like it actually lived up to like a true March of Madness because there was upsets all across the board. You know, the top dogs stay the top dogs. Um, and it shows you out of especially those Saturday and Sunday games, every team has a chance to win. And the only favorite that I like right now that is just going out and just beating teams up and down the court, and that's Kansas. Kansas is the only top dog that's just beating them from rim to rim. You know, everyone else is struggling. You know, TCU is not a really good team. I mean, I'm not saying WVU was a great team last year, but they TCU struggled with WVU. Would WVU fare well with Arizona? No. Arizona would beat them by like 30. But that just shows you how March Madness is like anything is possible, as which is I love it. Same thing with St. Peter's being Kentucky. It's unbelievable. Fellas, this bracket um... – this bracket has everything. There, there's not a single fan who isn't still interested in this bracket. Hear me out. Here's why. You have chalk. You got Gonzaga, Texas Tech, Duke, and Arkansas. There's your chalk. There's one, two, three, four chalk. Then you have Blue Blood Central. You got North Carolina and UCLA matching up right there. Then you got big-time upset Central with St. Peter's, the 15th seed, Moving on, winning two games, Sweet 16, playing against Purdue. Um, if you would have told me two weeks ago Purdue would have made the Sweet 16, I would have been highly doubtful of that, even though I picked them to make it there. But still, right there you got big upsets, you got chalk, and then you kind of got the another little blue blood uh, action there with Michigan. Um Making it back to the Sweet 16 as an 11 seed, I believe I said on this podcast they did not deserve to be there, which I will stand by that, even though I said they could make a run, and they very well could have, and obviously they did. And then you, you got the teams that people counted out, which I'll include Michigan, of course, in that as well, and, and Iowa State. Iowa State absolutely like laid an egg in the Big 12, Sweet 16 team. Um, you got Villanova. I mean, I wouldn't call them a blue blood, but they're knocking on the door. But recently um, they've been a blue blood. I right, mean, right. Recently they've been awesome. Kansas, and then you got Kansas, and then you got uh, Providence is an interesting team. A lot of hate on Providence going into this tournament. I just love the dynamic of, like, what's left in this tournament. Yeah. 
And then you got Arizona and Houston. I wish they weren't playing each other, but Same. There, there's there's no there's no fan for a certain type of like uh, outcome of this tournament who isn't still engaged in this. And that's what I that's what I love about what has has taken place here. This has been awesome. Great games across the board. Really has. Well, I. I had to take some unwarranted blood pressure medication after the Wisconsin-Iowa State game. Um, I How is Iowa State garbage? They're def- the way – either off Wisconsin's offense is terrible, which reasonable, but Iowa State was just men down low. They would – every time someone would drive, there would be three people on that person. And I mean, we did shoot 9% from three points. So maybe that's what we just couldn't hit anything from beyond the arc, which killed us. Um, our starting point guard, freshman of the year, Big Ten, um, Chucky Hepburn got hurt right away, which probably didn't help. But like, even with him, I don't, unless we make a shot, I don't, there's just, I can't believe how good Iowa State looked. Yeah, I mean, they were forcing turnovers. They were playing great defense. They played like they really wanted it, which, I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm really intrigued by this Miami-Iowa State matchup. Just two teams that have been written off all year, um, kind of got cold, and then are now just kind of coming, getting hot at the right time. I think this speaks to the Big 12. Um, I might be a little biased here because I had TCU beating Arizona in the common man bracket because I have Houston winning that next game. So I took a chance on TCU beating Arizona. A TCU had every chance to win that game. Controversy at the end. Um, do I think Arizona's on the hot seat there? No, I think Arizona beats Houston. I'm curious to see that line. Have you guys looked at that line? I have not, I have but not I will figure it out. But kind of disappointed there. Really wanted TCU to pull that upset off. Um, but as I said on the podcast before, I got Houston in the final four. They're cruising right now. They're athletic, but if they don't play up to par, Arizona's just going to, you know, put it on them. Arizona right now minus one and a half. I think I like the Wildcats there. Well, I guess I – oh, no, it's Cougars. But I think I like the Wildcats there. Um, just, just a lot of love for the Big 12 here. And you, you knew we talked about this earlier this year. Texas Tech, completely solid team. Texas Tech matching up against Duke. I do not like that matchup for Duke. I don't know what you guys think about that, but I don't like it for Duke. I, is, if you're a Duke Blue Devil, shaking in your boots right now. That's that well. Is how no about good. this? The so we wrote off the AC. I'll be the first one to admit. Yeah, we wrote yeah. off the ACC the entire year, and they came in with what? Four teams, five teams, uh, three teams. They have they have in the uh, tournament in the tournament yeah. they have five. No, the ACC came in with three teams. That was Notre Dame, uh, UNC, and Duke. Those are the only three teams that made it. Miami. Oh, oh sorry. Miami. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about Miami and Virginia Tech. Yeah, five. So they came in with so five. five. Five teams. They have three alive. They're tied with the Big Twelve right three now. Five. Teams yeah. alive, yeah. like that. That's really impressive. I think the Big Ten has laid a big fat egg um, with a bunch of their teams losing. Um, Give credit to the ACC wins when it counts. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. 
Yeah, I think the ACC just gets up and down more than the Big Ten. You saw that in the Wisconsin game. They just they couldn't they couldn't like just push it against Iowa State. They never got like a, a momentum push against them. Mm-hmm. They just didn't. They just couldn't do it. It's, you know, and that's the Big Ten regular season champion, Wisconsin. Yeah, co champion, but still. Well, and Illinois, Illinois lost to Houston. Yeah, I mean that. That's just it's a tough scene for the Big Ten, and it's continuing to be a theme. Shout out the Miami Hurricanes, though. Shout go out Canes. Go Canes, man. It's 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 actually unbelievable because, um, they they just they just whooped Auburn. It was just a good old fashioned butt whooping. I mean, that's all you can say. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I was um, too. Shout out Big East with Villanova and Providence. Um, I'm they, a, had, they had a really shaky start to the tournament, but they're yeah. picking it up a little bit. I think Villanova is a right now. If you want to put something uh, on a team for a future with a little bit of value, I think Villanova, maybe North Carolina, or your teams there. I think those are your two best options because. I mean, Villanova gets – I assuming Villanova beats Michigan, right? They get the winner of Arizona-Houston, two teams who – I mean, you could argue that have gotten lucky as far as Houston matchup-wise getting through and then Arizona almost losing to TCU. I like Villanova right now. Good Villanova, team. that's a good fundamentally minimal uh, – I mean, fundamentally, so fundamentally sound team. Yeah. Right. Agreed. So solid. I agree. Um, here's the John Rothstein tweet that I found that I surprised me. The Big Ten has put 18 teams into the last two NCAA tournaments. Only three of those teams have, have advanced to the Sweet 16. That's crazy. Yeah, So and you have two this year. So you only had one Big Ten, Big Ten, Big Ten team uh, last year make it to the Sweet 16. That's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And you could argue that Purdue has had one of the easier uh, routes. Routes, really. I mean, Yale. Yale had no business being in that tournament. <laughs> and shot 44, 44 foul shots against Texas. And and then you got Texas, who is a glorified AAU team. No, like they're like fine. If you're right. If you're playing them on a weeknight on a Tuesday, no, you don't want to play Texas. They're they got talent across the board. Playing them in the tournament, like I said, glorified AAU team, that doesn't get it done in the tournament. You saw that with Kentucky. Um, I think Purdue has had one of the easier roads. And then they got a 15th seed in St. Peter's. They got St. Peter. To make it to the Elite Eight. And then they're playing against either Carolina or UCLA, who have been up and down. Purdue Boilermakers, I mean, stars are aligning for them. If they don't get to the Final Four this year, I would call that a major, major disappointment. Yeah, you, hear me out on this one. I think Providence has actually had a pretty easy route. They had a little bit of a scare against South Dakota State, who I think is really good, big Summit League guy. But they they but took care of business. I mean, they took was, their business. They they were yeah. had a scare, but took care of business, and then beat up on a Richmond team that put or took Iowa State down. Probably coming off a little bit of a high, coming off of like a tough game, and just beat the brakes off of them. Which, I mean, Richmond and Providence should never be in the same gym unless it's early season. That's also true. 
I think yeah. Providence is going to get absolutely pounded by Kansas. I give well, I give <clears throat> I give props to Providence for this season. There's some uh, dogs. I know it's they. I, know, I was. A, I was. Yeah, hand up. I was a hater, not a hater, but I was a non-believer in Providence as far as their them in this tournament. They made it to Sweet 16. I mean, they're there. They got to play the Jayhawks, which is a completely. I think talk, in that game, you, I think you talk about a sound team right now. I yeah. think Kansas is going to go up ten ish at half. Yeah. And then uh, Providence is going to bring it to like within five with like 10 minutes to go to keep it interesting. You got a line on that. You got a yeah. line. On that. I'll you give you a line here. I can murder them in the down stretch. Uh, right now, Kansas minus seven and a half. Well, let me just run through all the lines real quick. You got uh, Gonzaga, nine and a half point favorite over Arkansas, Villanova, five point favorite. Uh, Texas Tech right now is a one point favorite over Duke. Yeah. Um, Arizona is a one and a half point favorite. Uh, Purdue's a 12 and a half point favorite. Kansas, seven and a half. UCLA, two and a half. And Miami, two. That's what you're rolling with. Two and a half point favorite? I think. For, if, for who? Is, is for, Miami. No, just two. Just a two point favorite. They're a two point favorite. The way mm-hmm. Iowa State played, I think, I think I'd look at Iowa State on that. I just think. Miami's a lot more athletic than Iowa State. Iowa State's like the classic Big 12 team that's like – I'm not going to say they're slow, but they're a lot slower than – They're slow, this, big, this big-time offensive rebounds. Yeah, and that's the thing was this Miami team. I mean, Auburn was one of the fastest rim-to-rim teams in the SEC, and Miami just out-hustled them and beat them rim-to-rim and just took care of business. Can Miami make three – I can find out what three point percentage was. Miami, I think Miami's thing is they're just they're athletic and they're relentless, getting up and down. They got that Isaiah Wong dude who is like oh, a great yeah. athlete, but Iowa State has Brockington who I think can cover Isaiah Wong wire to wire. And the other thing with I don't know. I just, the way so I just watched that game in complete frustration. And I think the way Iowa State's defense played, if you have a team that can make threes, you're going to lose, which is why I think they lost in the Big 12 all the time. Because right. they develop right. and then kick it out, drain three. But if you have a team that all they do is drive, 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 I think Iowa State is a great matchup just because all they do is collapse in and then you're getting triple teamed on the block, which I feel like is my, Miami's kind of been known for that. Or am I thinking more Florida State? Um, probably a little bit of both, but so here's the statistics regarding the Auburn game. They shot 48.5% from the field. They shot 20% from three. They only made three three-pointers, okay? They forced 13 turnovers, and they got out-rebounded by, by eight rebounds. They only had six offensive rebounds over uh, Auburn's 17 rebounds. So they're I not like uh, Iowa State in this matchup. You know, like I said, it's just athletic beating them rim to rim, you know, and just yeah. getting getting buckets. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. And they, and they won by 18 points. People forget 18 points. But I'll tell you what, Arkansas covers nine and a half. I'm I just going to go. I, I'm, I'm going to be the first one to say it. I mean, Gonzaga's, I mean, 
Memphis just put them on a bulletin board for everyone to just watch and see how, how they played, especially getting a week off, letting his players rest a little bit. I think hell, I think Arkansas has a chance to upset. Vegas is just preying on um Gonzaga having that game where they just beat somebody by 25, who's good. I think that's what they're banking on here. I think they're thinking Arkansas is going to be tired. They're going to be drained. And Gonzaga is just going to run them out of the gym. But Gonzaga is that team that you sit there and you watch until the line drops and then you just it's, – it's all, it's all over it. And uh, Yeah. So that's – that chalk – It's that – Even though that that's one, two, three, four – that, that is probably the most interesting uh, – the West is probably the most interesting pod right now for me because – Yeah. If you take your heart out of it as far as, like, underdogs, great stories, if you want to see great basketball teams play against each other – Talent. I think the West, yeah. I guess talent. I guess yeah. everyone else – I mean, if you're in the Sweet 16, you're hot right now and you're you're a good basketball team. But I think if you want, like – the down gritty teams that have been good all year long. I think the West is the way to, the way to look. I think uh, John Reed alluded to this um, via text the other day. I mean, Kansas, if you're a Kansas Jayhawk fan right now. You are fired up. You got these other teams in these other, these other, uh, these other quadrants here. They got to go through the ringer. Yeah. I mean, I don't care what you like. I don't care what I said about Michigan. If you're Villanova, you got to go through Michigan, tough team, winner of Houston and Arizona, and we'll say maybe Purdue's the favorite in that one. You either got to go through North Carolina, UCLA, and a hot St. Peter's team, and then that top bracket. I mean, that's a gauntlet with between Gonzaga, Texas Tech, and Duke. I don't think you can. I don't think the winner is going to come from the West. It, it's one of those things is that I still think the mid – I think Kansas right now is going to win it all um, because, I mean, if you just look at it on paper, the West, you have to go through a gauntlet, what Evan said or what Lance said. Uh, the East, I mean, UNC is playing hot basketball right now. UCLA is, just has been dominant uh, both both two games. Yeah. Um, Purdue, Purdue has – even then the winner has to pr- pretty much go through Purdue because I think Purdue will, you know, just – outman and that rebound uh St. Peter's and just I think it should be too big. And then you have Arizona versus Houston. I mean those are two powerhouses going at it, you know, playing good basketball. Michigan's getting hot. Villanova's a as John Rossing says a Fortune 500 company, just so you know, never gonna miss a beat. And then you look down and you have Kansas who's gonna play Providence, doesn't have one first team all big East player um on their roster right now. But I mean they're yeah. playing good basketball, and then Iowa State and Miami. So, if I'm a Kansas Jayhawks fan, you're like, I take care of business. Iowa State takes care of business. I know we can beat Iowa State, and we're dancing to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's a sneaky, sneaky pick. Um, I, see, I have a sneaky pick, too, and I want, I want to see if they're the same. Okay. If we're thinking the same. So th- this is not sneaky, um, I guess you would say. I kind of overuse that term, but – I think the smartest play you can do right now, if you're looking futures wise, is you go conferences. And the reason is you got Kansas and you got Texas Tech still alive, who I think are probably two of the four 
maybe five stretching at six best teams left in this tournament. And it's plus two, 260 last time I checked. So, I mean, you got to throw a decent chunk of change on there if you're going to want to you know, make a lot of money. But I think your, your safety bet there is Kansas and Texas Tech easily could beat Duke. They're favored going against Gonzaga. Gonzaga's not looked great at times. I think the Big 12 uh, futures bet there has got some – well, I mean, you got Iowa State in there as a – uh, is a wild card, but mainly on Kansas and Texas Tech, I think that's a really good bet. They're Big 12 to be the champion. Um, I, I do. I like that. I like that. Um, but I was also – we were not thinking the same, but – so kind of, though. <laughs> um, so I was thinking, like, individual winner future. I think right now your best value is probably – I haven't looked at the, the numbers, but I would say probably Purdue. Yeah, because I, I mean, I imagine they're probably what, probably maybe third, fourth or fifth on the uh, like on the list of teams to win. Yeah. And I mean, you have to go through St. Peter's, which Purdue has more talent than St. Peter's. I think they also have more talent than UCLA, North Carolina. And like you guys were saying, in the West, they have to run through the gauntlet. And I would, I would, it's I would argue, argue, too, Zach. To add to your point, I would argue that Purdue has the best player left in this tournament in Jaden Ivey. I would argue that. Dude's electric. I would argue that. I know Bancaro for Duke is really good, but he's limited at times. Jaden Ivey is is NBA ready. He can take anyone one-on-one. I've watched him at the end of games. He completely takes over. He's He's – I would say, in my opinion, the best player. I mean, Obaji. Obaji kind of tones it down because he's on a good team. He could probably take over if he wanted to, but it's not in the team's best interest. Jaden Ivey is the best player left in this tournament, in my opinion. So I, I think, I think you're you're onto something there, Zach. All right, I'm gonna look at um, team futures here, see where we can get at. All right, I got, I got it right here. I beat you to it. Gonzaga plus two. 20 Kansas plus 425 Arizona plus 550 Purdue plus 900 Houston plus 900 Texas Tech plus 1300 Villanova 1400 UCLA 1400 Duke still 1600 pretty sure Duke was still 1600 or when when it first tipped off um North Carolina plus 2800 Michigan 6000 Arkansas 6000 Providence 7000 8000 for Miami 10,000 for Iowa State. And if you just wanted to just throw a dollar on it to see where it rides, St. Peter's, uh, Peter's over 250,000. I'm so, telling you, the, the villain. Sorry, 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 sorry. 25,000. Misread zero. I'm dyslexic. Villanova, Villanova with some serious value there. I knew that that, like, that's without even looking. I think Villanova's got your best value there. I don't know what you guys think about that. Uh, here's my thing. I'd like UCLA at plus fourteen hundred too, um, because this is the exact same UCLA team as last year. They're doing the exact same thing right now. They're not blowing teams out. They're not losing. They're just winning game by game. Just going in there, taking care of business, and going on. Should have went to the Final Four last year or the National Championship game last year, but lost on a buzzer beater from half court. You know, to played a really good Gonzaga team. You know that Gonzaga thought. You know, people thought Gonzaga was just going to wipe the floor of Baylor, and then we all see how they. 
that handled, you know, how, how that played out. So, you know, it's going to be good. Yeah. I, this is going to be a fun, um, a fun weekend here. It's going to be a good fun weekend. Uh, before we jump into everything, anything else, I want to give an update on the, uh, the common man, uh, pod, uh, ESPN bracket. We had a total of 37 people on um, the 38th person. Someone had joined, didn't know who it was, didn't fill a bracket, didn't pay, no idea who that was. Uh, I'm just going to give a top 10 real quick. Top 10 goes from one. It's Tyson. Shout out, Tyson. No free shout outs. He's reigning uh, champ, reigning champ. Reigning champ, apparently. Um, you know, max points of uh, 1490. Large tuna. Shout out, shout out, tuna. No free shout outs. Then the OG common man coming in third with the max amount of points still available. You know, I just swept one out the other night, you know, live betting Arizona at midnight, you know, just to see if we can win some change. Ended up paying out for me, you know. Four, we got we got Big Yell. Uh, tied for fourth also is Mr. Lance. And then coming in through six through nine, we have 12 E. May, Lack of Tea, Brooke Groves, Machine, Shreve 72, and Buffalo Mitch. So, I mean, it's one of the best years we had. You know, it's uh, – yeah. or sorry. So, it, this one, it's, it's your boy. It's, uh, it's a different Mitch. My Buffalo Mitch, I lost with Tennessee, you know, Penguin, Cass Weaver, Doug Gim for a bucket, and Bobby Lee Swagger already lost their uh, their national championship winners. But, you know, you hate to see it, but you love to see it if you're on top. It's getting to that point where you're looking at who's got who in the championship, and that's going to kind of sift things out. You got Tyson and Large Tuna. They're one and two with Gonzaga. I'd have to take a – it looks like Tyson's got the edge there with max points. And then yeah. you got – the common man himself um, with Arizona. And with, a huge, big, with a huge big, Arizona lead. Yeah. You got Big Yell also with Gonzaga. So you got three three people there in the top top tier um, with Gonzaga. Then you got common man there with Arizona. And then you got me um, and E. May with, with Kansas there coming in at four and six. E. May has got the advantage on me, even though I'm ahead of him now. Um, points wise, but this here's, is here's here's my favorite part about all this. You, if you scroll down to twelve, the next person with the max amount of point, safety Jake. He is a NCAA basketball shark at fifteen ninety. So if he came out and had a perfect bracket from here on out, he would win with max amount of points and beat Evan. If Kansas won it all by 20 points, he would. So it's it's gonna be one of those things that you know for you you're gonna be trying to check what games that you have different you know and rooting against those teams. So like the wheels are gonna be spinning here. Also, you got sneaky picks here. Lack of tea, Titty Boy shout out from Belleville um, and Brooke Graves. uh, Not familiar with who that is, but both of them have Duke. They're they're the next tier there. So if Duke goes all the way, those two are gonna be battling. And then sneaky, sneaky. You got double H. Double H. Legend. Villanova. The legend with Villanova. Villanova takes it, you know, to the um to the top there. I think double H is probably gonna probably gonna take it. So you this this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting to see. It it's gonna be every game is gonna matter from here on out. It's not like somebody's running away with it or there's a clear favorite. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Dude, 
All right. Imagine um, Texas Tech, Arkansas, Houston, Michigan, and Providence win. All five of those teams win, and everyone's national champions are wiped out on a weekend. I, and it's just then it's just fighting for just scrum points at that point. Yeah, that's like one of those things. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be it's awesome. Gonna be it's gonna be exciting. Um, I don't know how much time we got left. We got we three got minutes. Three minutes. So I think we're probably done with. I mean, I don't really have any much more. I don't have much more to say. I think There's we kind of covered everything. Do you guys have Twitter news today? No, I mean, I've been so I have like little dabbles of Twitter news, but it's mostly baseball about Minnesota sports. So pretty much all I got. Minnesota Twins come from the freaking top rope, give everyone the elbow and sign Carlos Correa to a three year with like four options or something deal. Love it. Love it. I think uh, Twins, I hope they're just going to disappoint me, but hopefully they'll be all right. And then the Wild. Same week, turn around, sign Mark Andre Fleury, making that Stanley Cup push. Love to see it. Love to see it. Minnesota sports on the come up. That's all I got. Sorry, I didn't really have that much. Um, I, figured I figured out the golf. The, I figured out yeah, the golf. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk about this golf situation because right. we got two minutes. I figured it out. It starts tomorrow. So out of the group, so there's sixteen. So there's sixteen groups. You play within those four groups. It's a round robin of that you play um, matches Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. The best player out of each 16 group advances to the next round, where then it is single elimination. It is all based around uh, one point if you win the hole, zero point if you're a loser, half point if you half the hole, okay? Then you have round four, which is eight matches, the top six, the sweet 16, and then that is in Saturday morning. Round five, Saturday afternoon, which is going to be the Elite Eight. Then you have Sunday morning going to be the semifinals, which is going to be your final four, round six. And then Sunday afternoon, you have your third place and your championship match. So it's basically a giant March Madness that you play three rounds of golf, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you break it down into the Sweet 16. And then you basically play one-on-one. That's over my head. That's a lot to digest. It's a lot. We're going to have to pause, rewind, and then go (laughs) listen to that over again. Um, Unfortunately, we don't have enough time for that, so you guys are going to have to do that on your own. But um, we'll that's all the time we've kind of got. We'll tweet, tweet the picks out. Well, yeah, sleeper for the winner right now, JT. Shout out, JT. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining. Sorry it took so long, but uh, see us every Wednesday now from now on. And uh, happy betting, everybody. Go Canes. Go Canes. Go Canes.